Welcome to the Fortune Effect Podcast, a very special episode here today talking about the NBA bubble. I don't know about you, but that NBC uh, theme music takes me back to childhood vibes when I was a kid growing up, um, watching Michael Jordan, uh, watching, you know, Kobe Bryant, RIP to the Mamba, uh, watching Shaquille O'Neal, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, uh, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, uh, Jason Kidd, uh, Dirt Nowitzki, watching these guys growing up and um, being a kid, um, even even at five, six years old, uh, remembering the battles MJ uh, uh, will have with Re- Reggie Miller. Um, I know you, a lot of you guys watched The Last Dance. I know you watched The Last Dance. Um, and that brought back um, so many vibes. Uh, I didn't remember... I don't remember everything and don't actually remembering the game in technicality, but I do remember moments and instances like, for instance, in 98, when in game six, when Reggie Miller pushed MJ and shot that three and made it to force game seven. I remember being a kid living on 210 East Street. We just moved into the house at the time and crying because. I thought Reggie Miller fouled Michael Jordan and pushed off and won the game. Hated Carl Malone and the Jazz because of the rivalry with MJ. Remember Patrick Ewing, and my grandma is a big basketball fan, and she's the reason I got into basketball. And uh, this is, uh, it was awesome, I thought, to open up with the NBC. Uh, the NBC theme music. I know you uh, basketball heads. I know that took you back. So uh, we're going to dive into it, man. We got the NBA bubble going down. Um, the playoff, the playoffs are here. Um, I'm looking forward uh, to the playoffs as you are, man. The bubble's been cool, man. It's like a, it's like a glorified AAU tournament for grown men. These guys have been balling, going hard. Uh, TJ Warren's showed some impressive games. Um, of course, Devin Booker and the Suns were very surprising and earned respect. And then, of course, uh, Damian Lillard. I know you're seeing the heroics of Damian Lillard uh, to lure his team into the playoffs, and it's just been and fun to watch with no fans and see these guys really get after it. And the thing that's been dope for me is the hearing the chatter. You actually hear what these guys are saying, and like that's the best thing about it, man. It's like being courtside at the game. So I've been enjoying what I've been seeing. But um, this episode is going to be nice and sweet, short and quick, straight to the point. We're going to talk playoffs. We're going to talk basketball. We're going to uh, see my prediction and who I think is going to win each round and ultimately win the NBA Finals in the bubble. So the first matchup we're going to talk about, which in my eyes I think is the NBA championship to me. Winner of this series will win the NBA championship. That's if you ask me. The Los Angeles Lakers versus the Portland Trailblazers. I think it's the most entertaining series of the first round. Um, Honestly, I think the winner of this round will win the finals. That's just me. Say what you want. That's just my opinion. We're entitled to our own. Uh, Damian Lillard has to average 40 plus. CJ, 25 or more. Melo, 20 or more plus clutch buckets. Because they don't play much D for them to beat the Lakers. They can be done. And if they do it, it'll be in seven games. But ultimately, I got the Lakers in six. I think it'd be a great challenge for the Lakers, LeBron, and AD and the company to get a feel for the playoffs and be battle tested. I think it's much better that they see the Portland Trailblazers for their test versus seeing the Memphis Grizzlies or seeing uh, Devin uh, uh, Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns. Shout out to John Morant. Uh, 
face of the point guard position. Uh, he's amazing talent. Shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies for making some noise. But ultimately, LeBron and company too much. I think LeBron is on a quest to get his fourth ring. Um, the Lakers deserve it. The organization to the loss they had earlier this year to the Black Mamba. So ultimately, I got Lakers in six over the Portland Trail Blazers and the mighty Damian Lillard, who's been hell of an impressive player, number one or number two point guard in your league, or whoever's eyes you want to put it in between him and Steph Curry, but he's a killer, cold-blooded killer, and shout out to Melo, writing Melo off, I'm glad to see him doing these things, uh, everybody trying to jump back on the train, but stay the fuck off, no new friends, so shout out to the Melo, threes to the head, man, keep doing your thing, killer Hall of Famer, um, and don't let them tell you what you can't do, stay Melo. Uh, we're going to dive into Lakers. I said 4-2. They slide on, and they'll play the winner of the Houston Rockets and the Oklahoma City Thunder, which I think is actually pretty dope for the simple fact that uh, Russell Westbrook just finished playing with the Oklahoma City Thunder, and Chris Paul was just with the Rockets, and now they're playing in the first round. Shout out to Chris Paul, one of my favorite players of all time, one of my favorite point guards of all time for leading that young team after them doubting him and writing him off and causing him to blame of his time in Houston. I just thought he was in a situation where he had to play off the ball and he's never done that his whole career. Ball battling injuries. So it was a tough, topsy-turny move and then they make the trade for Westbrook and now they see each other in the first round. So I got this one going seven on pure emotion and people want to be proved wrong. Um, I'm going to rock with the James Harden beard and Russell Westbrook and the triple doubles and the small ball of the Houston Rockets over the Oklahoma City Thunder in seven. That's my choice, but I think it can go either way, honestly. But I got Lakers and Rockets playing each other in the second round. Moving on to the other side of the bracket of the Western Conference, uh, we got the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz, which I don't think many people probably won't pay as much attention to, but basketball heads will watch if you just love watching basketball, especially at the time right now. Basketball um, is in high demand. It's the best thing to be watching right now. Uh, the Denver Nuggets looking good. Ball ball has been impressive. Michael Porter Jr. is a steal. If healthy, can be not all-star, but a superstar in the league. A very deep team. Um, I don't know. Is Will Barton and Gary Harris, are they injured or not playing through the personal reasonings? I don't know. Will the throw Barton's my dog. He's nice. Um, um, then Utah, no. Boyden Bogdanovic, I think that's huge. Uh, takes uh, off their scoring. They need scoring. I think the Utah Jazz ultimately have way too much, too deep, too physical, and either way they want to make this game, if they want to make it a defensive uh, doghouse or they want to make this an upscoring game, I think Denver has the edge. I got Denver taking that one in five. Won't be surprised if Utah can steal two with Donovan Mitchell, but I got Utah in five. Next, we got the Los Angeles Clippers and the Dallas Mavericks, which I think is a very interesting series, which I will go Clippers in six over Dallas. I think Luka Magic can steal a couple games. Kids and fucking impressive. Uh, outstanding player. I think that the Dallas Mavericks are the team of the future. Uh, two years, a year, they're one more piece away from really being a title contender. One piece away, I think, from being a title contender. 
Um, but the Clippers, man, I think they're the most equipped team to win the championship. If you want to look at the roster from the players they got, they can do three and D. Uh, they got three guys that you can get the ball to in the clutch to go win the game. And Paul George and Kawhi Leonard uh, and Lou Williams, um, Rontrese Harrell. Uh, they just got players, man. Landry Shaman can shoot. Zubak is not a bad big man. Um, J. Michael Green can hit shots from the perimeter. Of course, they got the dog, Pat Beverly. Um, they're the most equipped to win under these circumstances in the bubble. And that's, I think, that will be a dominant portion of a lot of people's choices. But I think uh, their lack of playing together and developing routines and chemistry with players in and out the lineup, in and out the bubble. Um, I think Doc Rivers is the best coach to suit that kind of behavior. But I don't think that they got all the love and touches they need uh, in the locker room. I could be wrong. Again, just uh, a guess. A guess of the fortune teller that will keep them from getting to winning that championship. But I got them getting out the first round in, what did I say, six? Could be five, but I got it in six. So, to wrap up, I got Lakers in six. They'll be playing the Rockets, who will beat the uh, Thunder in seven. I got Denver beating the Jazz in five. They could get six, but I got Denver in five, and I got the Clippers in six, setting up the Lakers and Blazers, and I mean the Lakers and Rockets, and the Clippers and the Denver Nuggets. Um, let's move on to the east side of things. We got the Bucks, Giannis, the Greek Freak, uh, arguably arguably could be a back-to-back -back MVP uh, in my eyes. Um, I think LeBron's the MVP of this season, but Giannis has uh, made a strong case and is very deserving of the award. Um, the Bucks are a deep team. They got a plethora of players. Um, I, again, still think they're a loving touch away from winning a championship. That's just me. But they got the Orlando Magic. Um, not enough star power, not enough firepower to match up with the Bucks. Um, Orlando's, Orlando's uh, sneaky, though. They did go in last year in Toronto and sneak game one in the round, in the first round. So they can win a game. But I got the Bucks in the sweep. I'm going to say a sweep, but I'll, I'll put some respect on their uh, magic for even being in the bubble and give them five games. So I got the Bucks in five. Um, the next series, we got the Indiana Pacers versus the Miami Heat. Um, the TJ Warren, Jimmy, TJ Warren, Jimmy Butler beef makes it compelling. Ultimately, I don't see Indiana having the dogs to uh, fight with the Miami Heat. Uh, championship culture, championship uh, DNA with Pat Riley, Eric Spolcher. Um, they got a plethora of players who can uh, score and defend. Uh, I think the Heat would be too much. I think the Heat are dark horse. They could push any team in the field of 16 to their limits. Give them all they can handle with their tough grit demeanor. So I got the Heat over the Indiana Pacers in six. A strong six. Setting up the Milwaukee Bucks versus uh, the Miami Heat. So we're going into the other side of the bracket. We have um, the Boston Celtics versus the depleted Philadelphia 76ers who've lost Ben Simmons. Get healthy soon, man. I hate injuries. Being a guy who's had injuries, I hate seeing injuries happen to players. That's the biggest downfall of any sport. So Ben Simmons, get well soon. Um, I still think the Philadelphia 76ers are dysfunctional in the locker room. I don't think Ben Simmons and uh, Joel Embiid are leaders that can lead you to a championship. Talented players, hell 
of them players all-stars, but getting you to that championship is different, man. So much goes into it, and you're going to be the alpha male. you got to hold yourself to a standard. Not saying they don't. I just don't think they have the maturity yet to get to a finals or even an Eastern Conference finals for that matter. Um, depleted or not, I would have them losing to the Celtics, but with no, um, no uh, Ben Simmons, I got Boston wiping them off. Uh, Boston's deep. Jason Tatum, a rising superstar. Jalen Brown shows him some respect. He's just as as Jason Tatum is good. Um, Gordon Hayward, I'm glad that he's back healthy playing again. What a blessing to see him back on the floor after his horrific injury a few years back. Um, Daniel Tice is not bad for big. Does all the dirty work. And of course, you got Kimba, killer crossover Walker. Um, Marcus Smart, um, the, the, the heart of the engine. Um, I think with their smarts, uh, Brad Stevens coaching them and their system and their um, four out offense, uh, I think they're very dangerous. Um, I think they're very dangerous. I got them beating Philly in five, maybe a sweep. I'm going to say a sweep. Let's get Philly out of here. We don't even got time for that. So I got them in a sweep. And then we got the defending champ, the Toronto Raptors, against the Brooklyn Nets. Let's just say this. Karis LeVert is a bucket, a walking bucket. The kid is talented. He's been talented. He was talented at Michigan. He's talented when he's been ever since he's gotten into the league, had a few injuries to slow him down. But he will put on a show in this series and will put the league on watch and will be a beautiful piece to go with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, DeAndre Jordan and company, Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, the Brooklyn franchise is a very cool franchise. I love their home court. I love their jersey. Jersey. I think the culture's cool. Um, uh, the Brooklyn Nets are a very cool franchise. Uh, I think they'll have a good year next year. It'll be interesting to see. But today is what we're speaking on. The playoffs start tomorrow, and I do not see them beating the defending rap, the defending champion Toronto Raptors. I see that in a sweep, sweeping them in the broom with the brooms. Get them out of here. Toronto's very deep, very versatile. Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Fleet, and Kyle Lowry are two pit bulls who are always on attack mode when they catch the ball and they're feisty on defense. Kyle Lowry will take that charge. Van Fleet competes on D. You got OG and Anobi back who wasn't there last year. Marcus Saw, a veteran, uh, brother of Paul Casal, Nick Nurse, smart coach, um, who's been under pop system. Um, they they have look man honestly they have all the tools to win a championship again I mean you can say they had Kawhi and they won't win without Kawhi but that team if you look last year when Kawhi was doing load management rest they were still winning games and they look at them now they're second in the east um, I think don't be surprised if they cut the nets too you hear me? The Toronto Raptors are capable of cutting down the Nets. Me and my boy were talking, and he's hating on Kyle Lowry. Like, oh, I don't trust him in the playoffs. Look, man, he won a championship. If you still dogging the guy now, I told him. I told my boy, check Rob. You know, and yeah, I know if you're listening, I know you know what I'm talking about. That one on Kyle Lowry. He'll cook you up. But with that being said, I got the Raptors sweeping the Brooklyn Nets of the future who will be a good team in the East to come. So we got the Bucks sweeping Milwaukee, the Bucks sweeping Orlando. We got Miami 
beating the Pacers in six. We got Philly beating Boston in a sweep. We got Toronto beating Brooklyn in a sweep, which sets up Milwaukee versus the Miami Heat. I'm saying seven games. I think the Heat have the DNA to win the series, and they have the wing defenders to throw at Giannis and the philosophies to slow him down and make him a shooter, build a wall, to slow down the drive, especially in transition, because everybody knows once Giannis gets going to transition, if you don't stop him earlier, build a wall, it's over for you. Um, Crowder, Iguodala, um, they got bodies, they can throw Jones if he's healthy. I've seen he got injured recently, Derek Jones Jr. There's so many different bodies they can throw. They might throw Bam at him. Different bodies. Jimmy Butler might take chances at him, like just to throw different things at Giannis. I think that he can win the series, but I got the Bucks winning in seven. I think Giannis uh, deserves to get back to the Eastern Conference Finals. He's the next trend-setting star of the NBA, the face, I should say. Um, then we got the Boston Celtics versus the Toronto Raptors, and this can go any way. Literally, I can see both. I can see it going both ways. Literally, I can see it both going both ways. Um, I think <clears throat> this is a seven-game series. Very entertaining series. High-scoring series. Um, a lot of different lineups. It would be a chess match with the coaches. Brad Stevens and Nick Nurse will be playing chess against each other. I think ultimately it will come down to a few made baskets and a few decisions of the coaches and the players. And I am going to rock with the Toronto Raptors to play the Bucks. It can be Boston. Miami can win too. And anybody may disagree again. This is my opinion. I'm entitled to my opinion. You're listening to me, and I'm just telling you what I think in my head and what I see in my crystal ball here in Area 51 on the Fortune Effect podcast. So that will set up the Bucks versus the Toronto Raptors. We're going to slide back to the West Coast where we got the Lakers versus the Houston Rockets. I think that um, it will be an adjustment game. I can see the Rockets taking game one and the Lakers making the adjustments and dominating the series from there. I see the Lakers winning this in six. Too much size after a while that will beat up on the Houston Rockets. Um, too many offensive uh, offensive boards for the Lakers. We'll start to put uh, the Rockets in foul trouble. Wish the Lakers will be in foul trouble due to the attack of James Harden and Russell Westbrook. But ultimately, I think the size, the experience of LeBron, the quest of the Lakers to get this championship for the city of LA. Anthony Davis finally tasting. He's a top five player in the league. Tasting that uh, playoff success with LeBron teaching him the ropes. Um, I think ultimately it'll be too much for the Houston Rockets. And and the Lakers will move on to the Western Conference Finals to finally play who I have beating the Denver Nuggets in six games, the LA Clippers. And we will get what we've been wanting, what the fans have been dying for, what the city of LA wants to see, what NBA basketball wants to see, what the fan wants to see. A battle of LA, the Lakers versus the Clippers. Beautiful. Sounds good. And I'm choosing the Lakers in seven. I'm sorry. I'm just riding with the Lakers. I'm riding with Braun. I'm riding with um, 
the franchise on this one this year. I think they deserve it. Uh, I got the Lakers beating uh, the Clippers. Uh, more chemistry. Um, I think it would be a dog fight, but I think it will ultimately come down to Anthony Davis being the decision the decision maker. If you know guys can hit shots, Kuzma can involve. Um, J.R. Smith hit timely shots. Deion Waiters scores timely baskets. I think Rondo coming back will be huge for that second unit. Without Avery Bradley, now they can he can control and facilitate and get J.R. Smith shots. Get Caruso on back doors, and now Caruso can find J.R. Smith or find um, or take the ball handling you know off Deion Waiters, and Deion Waiters can score with six seven seconds left on the shot clock versus the, the Clippers tough D in their second unit. Um, it'll be a dogfight, man. It's gonna be a dogfight. The Clippers have Paul George, which I don't think he's a guy I just don't think I don't see him winning the championship that's just me I think Kawhi's tough but I would choose LeBron I would choose KD over him that's just me Kawhi's tough though and I know some people are like Kawhi I know my boy King Leo's like man I'm telling you Kawhi but I don't know I'm rocking with LeBron and the Lakers to win in seven to get to the finals to play the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm going to choose them to beat the Toronto Raptors because I think Giannis deserves to get to the championship and get a taste. To finally get a taste of what it's like. To finally go through it. And I don't see him having the perimeter game develop consistently enough to overwhelm the Lakers. And I will have the Lakers beating the Milwaukee Bucks in a strong, strong, strong six games. L.A. Lakers will be your NBA champs of 2020. The fortune teller says it here first on Area 21. Just a quick little episode. I'm excited for the NBA playoffs. Uh, the bubble basketball is a very instrumental piece of my life. Um, I'm glad that now with a lot of stuff going on and no sports really being shown that basketball is being viewed and getting to see in its truest art form with no fans and actually seeing these guys' true perfection and craft being put on full display. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Again, I think anything can happen. Anything can happen in the bubble. This is a glorified AAU tournament for grown men, but I love watching it. I love seeing it, and um, I think it's in. I think it's only right that uh, we pay homage to Kobe Bean Bryant, who was lost in um, a tragic accident at the beginning of the year. Um, it hurts. It's crazy. I've never met you, Kobe Bryant, but I feel like I know you. I've never cried over someone that I've never met before, bro, and I cried tears, snot bubbles over your death, and it's just your daughter involved and the other passengers. Just The world got to see you for who you are. All your accolades speaks for itself, the championships, the stats, you know, the Mamba mentality lasts forever that you can carry over to everyday life. Um... Thank you is all I want to say, Black Mamba. Um, I love the person that you were, the father figure that you were, the inspiration you were to me and so many others around the world. Your death shocked the world, made the world come together on a global stand. That's how powerful and impactful you were. So I thought it was only right that we finished this out on a message from the one and only Kobe Bryant. I'm so sorry I can't be with you tonight. However... I couldn't completely miss the chance 
to take a moment to share some thoughts with all of you. The lesson I cherish the most is how important it is to love what you do. If you love what you do and it's making you happy, all the hard work and perseverance will pay off. I once had a guidance counselor tell me that I shouldn't play basketball, uh, that it would never amount to anything for me. His negativity towards me made me stronger. You can't stop people from trying to limit your dreams, but you can stop it from becoming a reality. Your dreams are up to you. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out things you love, and always work hard once you find it. So with that, I'll let you carry on with your evening. Please know I'm thinking of you, supporting you, and encouraging you always. Peace.